Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, welcome back to Another Day Above Ground, the uh, the podcast for, by, and about baby boomers. And uh, this week, I think we're just going to talk about maybe baby boomers in the news and what we're all going through during this, uh, call it a pandemic, because nobody's come up with a better name for it yet. Anyhow, to do this, I need help from my two partners. So please welcome, first of all, from the great state of Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy mr tim slagle i got nothing (laughs) (laughs) and isn't that a good start for the show folks honesty that's a trait of boomers everywhere honesty (laughs) well while tim Tim thinks of something let's uh, also meet from denver colorado the lovely and talented carolyn strauss I love lovely and talented. So I went to the gym this morning. Half of the equipment and three quarters of the people have magically disappeared. I don't know. I think it's aliens. I don't know what it is, but literally it's a 24-hour fitness and the whole middle section where there are all of those free weights and stuff has vanished. I'm just waiting for the whole building. Next time I'll go there, the whole building will be gone. Well, maybe this is a sign to just, you know, quit exercising. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what spent I three, take it as. Yeah, I, I figured you would. Um, I spent, <laughs> no, I spent three days working this week, you know, getting there at eight, leaving at five, getting up at five in the morning because, you know, hair and makeup takes hours now. And now that I'm a baby boomer, it takes hours to get ready to be on camera. And if I don't work out for four days in a row, it's not pretty. So I went to the gym and half of it was missing. So if you guys have any ideas on why half of my gym was missing, call me. <laughs> well, or just, you know, find weights around the house and lift those. You know, put like five, six cans of soup in a bag and lift that over your head. And that would be uh, be good exercise for you. I can work out at home, but I don't. Are you guys Are you guys internally or externally motivated when it comes to exercise? Or are you just non-motivated? <laughs> I'm not motivated at all. I, I, I view it as a waste of calories. Hang on just a minute. I'm looking up exercise. (laughs) Oh, that's what it is. Seriously, you guys. Okay, so so I have something else to share with with all of my boomer friends. Um, So a friend of mine, somebody, anybody grow up in a town where you spent your whole life in the same town? Like I grew up in a town where I went to kindergarten with the same group of people. And some of those same people I went all the way through high school with. Right? Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the guys from school, thanks Jonathan, posted a picture of our third grade class. And of course, I could remember almost everybody in the class. He knew everybody's name, but I'm looking and the teacher was there. And I I sent a note to him and I'm like, "How old do you think Mrs. Croner was during that picture?" And he said, "I don't know, late 40s." And I stroke back with a crying face going, yeah, that's what I was afraid of. I'm actually older than the old teacher. (laughs) I'm completely freaked out, you guys. (laughs) But There's actually actually a joke like that as a woman goes to the dentist and she looks looks at the name on on the wall there and she goes, gosh, I went to school with a guy like that. 
and uh, uh, and, and she goes in there, and she there's this old dentist, and she goes, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> that that can't be the that can't be the same gym I went to school with." And uh, and, and, uh, and he Must said, be his she, dad." She said, "She said, did you uh, did you what year did you graduate?" And he told her, and she goes, "Oh, well, I was in your class." And he goes, "Really? What did you teach?" <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that's I'm freaking out that I am now officially older than Mrs. Croner was when she was the oldest teacher that I ever had. So yeah. Wow. Well, you know, everybody's freaking about out about different stuff nowadays. This this whole corona COVID thing that we're going through. And I, I I saw a rather disturbing story in the news today, and that's, you know, the next big holiday we have coming up is Thanksgiving. And as long as I've been alive, I remember spending Thanksgiving morning in front of the TV set watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then I would get thrown away from there while all of the uh, adults would then watch football. But um, the parade was, uh, was, you know, was always exciting. And they had the big giant balloons and everything. And it's because of COVID, it's going to be held virtually in some parts. But the, the, the all the balloons will be there, but they're only going one block. Why bother? Because yeah, they're, going, they're blowing no, no, these no. things up for one block. Televised, it's always been one block. It's 35th to 34th Street um, at uh, on Broadway, right in front of the Macy's. That's the only part that's been televised. When you see the part of them blowing up the balloons, that's up on Amsterdam, like in the 80s, on the wet Upper West Side of New York. But the only part that's ever been televised, they set up the big booths for the for the commentators, you know, the Today Show people or whatever, to be there. And it's always over one block. So you're going to see the exact same thing. What you're not going to see is all of the bands. Can you imagine 10,000 high school kids all blowing their instruments? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's not going to happen. But there will be Santa and there will be the Rockettes. So, you know, I've never really been that fond of the Rockettes anyhow. They've always worn a mask, right? But always on the wrong end anyway. some Some of those balloons are almost a block long, aren't they? They are. They're ginormous. So how the uh, how the heck are what they going to are they going to blow them up, walk them a block, deflate them, and then blow up another one? That's no. They'll blow them all up. They'll have them lined up on Broadway. This is my guess because I've been in the parade. Um, they will line them all up on Broadway and then just bring them down in front of the cameras. But there won't be all the people along the streets. They won't have the grandstand that they always set up the risers right across the street from Macy's in Herald Square. It just won't be there. Now you were in the parade. What 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 did you do? Were you in a band? Were you, uh, no, were you one of I, Santa's elves? Were you certainly I not a balloon? Not... I, aw, <laughs> thanks. But, although I am full of hot air. Yeah, but sometimes helium. No, I was Macy's huggable honey bear for two years in a row. So oh, I was wow. on the float right in front of Santa. One year, okay, this is the, all right. We're boomers. One year I was in the float with Rosemary Clooney, and one year I was on a float with Kay Ballard. 
Wow. They were the two celebrities that I was on the float with. And then the day after the parade, on Friday, I started working in the store as Macy's Huggable Honey Bear, where I was in this huge Macy's, you know, the the world's biggest department store. It's actually the world's hottest department store. And I was in this full head-to-toe giant padded bear costume. And I would walk around and I would do the mannequin thing where I would freeze and then some kid would come over to me and then I'd jump out and, you know, give them a heart attack. It was fun. And then um, and I'd walk around <laughs> hugging hugging kids and their single dads because I was in my 20s and I wasn't stupid. So it was very fun. should have asked Rosemary if she had a nephew she could fix you up with. I didn't know at the time. Oh, my God. Talk about, I really missed my shot. Because I understand George likes the bears. <laughs> It was actually the cutest costume. The nicest part was my face actually showed. So it was like a, a head hood thing and a full costume. But I would do my makeup. I'll actually post a picture. I'll put it up on our website um, of like me as the huggable honey bear. I was very cute. Wow. Very huggable. I was very. Oh, I've, I've always been huggable. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking around the street. She wears a sign. says, hug me. I'm very huggable. <laughs> Yeah, now hug me from six feet away. Don't touch me. Now I wear a big sign that says, yes, I'm huggable, but don't touch me. Well, here's another another boomer flashback that may be coming true. We all remember the Jetsons. Meet George Jetson, Jane, his wife, Airboy Elroy. Anyhow, George got to work in a flying car. And now, apparently... They're making flying cars because there's a, a, a German firm working with people down in Orlando to make a, an airport or a hub, they're calling it, for these flying cars. Where, where do you get one? Hazard County, Georgia. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> the, the General Lee is flying? Huh? Oh, got it. <laughs> Sorry, that took me a little while. <laughs> oh, I want one. I want a jetpack. And more than anything, what I really wanted always was to be able to do video calls where you could actually see the other person. Well, ta-da, we're here. Except I want what Jane had, which was that mask that she could hold up that was her face um, with makeup on. I want that. I, I wanted the, the the robot that would vacuum, and they make those now too. But they don't they don't make wise cracks, and that's uh, <laughs> it's, I want oh. the Roomba, the wise cat cracking Roomba option. Yeah, Rosie has become the Roomba, and the uh, the, the cars now, and. I don't know where it's going from here. You know, we're just going to be uh, we're going to be transported to another. There's actually been two sightings by pilots in Los Angeles of guys flying around in jetpacks around the airport. Don't you want a jetpack? Don't you guys want one? I am dying for one. I want one more than anything. Really? Yes. A jetpack. I want a jetpack. I want to be able to like walk out of my backyard, take off, go somewhere, land. I'll wear a I'll wear a helmet. I don't you got scared on a motorcycle. You get... freaked out on a motorcycle doing 70 miles an hour. What do That's because it wasn't my motorcycle. I was behind you, dude. I was... <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, I, no, I don't think I, I don't think I want a, a jetpack. That's not on my, uh, that's not on my, uh, my list of, uh, of must-haves this year. But have you ever done skydiving? I, I did what they call virtual skydiving. They have, you, you go into this building and it's called I Fly, and this huge fan blows you up, and, and it's like you're floating in the air. And you can you know go up and down and do tumbles and everything like skydiving, but you know if they turn the fan off, you're only going to fall about ten feet. So that's a that's that's a bonus right there. Was it I, fun? Did you like it? It was fun. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I don't want to make it a regular hobby, but it was yeah, it was fun. I have never done skydiving. Uh, because what you have to do on your first jump has always made me uncomfortable as a man. <laughs> so get a female partner, you chicken. <laughs> what What do you have to do on your first jump? Uh, they kind of you link. have to spoon. Yeah, I have to sp- do air spooning. Oh, 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 yeah, the tandem jump. Okay, yeah, because yeah. you wonder where is that guy connected? Yeah. You know. And- <laughs> yeah. After we land, can we still see other people? I'm signing up immediately. I forgot about that part. I am in. <laughs> don't 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 pull the shoot yet. No, not yet. I want a hard landing. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing that's happening in this uh, in this COVID era is now everybody, you know, after the election and everything, everybody's planning for the worst. So there's more gun sales than there ever have been. People are rushing out and buying a gun. They don't even know how to use it, which is what worries me. But doggone it, they got one. And there was a guy in uh, in Texas, Plano, Texas. And uh, you know what you call a uh, you know what you call a, a a Mexican in Plano, Texas? Plano Mexican. <laughs> I love that joke. Anyhow, he, he, he had he had his he had his gun, a Glock, tucked into his waistband, which you should always put it in a holster. But he had it in his waistband, and he lifted up his dog apparently to play with. The dog's paw got caught in the gun and shot the guy in the leg. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I, you know, thank goodness the dog wasn't hurt. If the guy's going to be a dumbass, that's all right. No, oh, the rest of his yeah. life he'd be looking for the guy who shot his paw. <laughs> yeah, there. The dog is saying it was an accident. I'm just thinking the guy's making him live down in Texas. I don't think it was an accident at all. I think the dog, <laughs> it was, it's premeditated dog shooting. <laughs> generic oh, dog yeah. chow? I got your d- generic dog chow right here, pal. <laughs> Plain no dog chow, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you know, as, as, as baby boomers, too, we uh, our eyesight tends to go. Tim wears glasses. I wear glasses. Carolyn, do you wear glasses at all? Or? I, I do, but my vanity prevents me from sometimes, so the answer is yes. When I, <laughs> only to read, though, I have good distance vision. I can't see anything right in front of my face. <laughs> oh my we could go on that for another 20 minutes <laughs> i just handed it to you for fun now <laughs> well, that's what they have to do if it's right in front of your face because you can't see it so, yeah. <laughs> 
but but I tried for a while. I tried contact lenses, and you know, especially on stage, they were a big help as opposed to glasses and stuff. But you know, I have a tendency to fall asleep, and you don't ever want to do that with contact lenses. <laughs> so I went back to glasses. There's a guy down in Florida, an older gentleman. I believe he's a baby boomer, and he had trouble getting his contact lenses in and out of his eyes. So he invented a robot. A ro- it's like the imagine you having your contacts put in by you know Rosie the uh, the housemaid of the Jetsons or whatever, or but a robot. robot to put in and take out the. Le- That's very scary, I would think. You know, you got robot fingers in there pinching your lens, and uh, what's this? What's, what's, actually, what's it's, it, it, actually, it's pretty. Uh, it, it it's pretty simple. It's uh, it's a little device with a suction cup that holds the contact lens, and you with one eye you look at. Uh, what the the robot sees on your 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 iPhone, and uh, uh, the other uh, then the robot goes in the other eye, so you can actually watch it being inserted into your eye. So, uh, you know, if you if the robot tries to do a Three Stooges on you, you uh, uh, you can pull away really quickly. Oh, so it goes slow. It's not. It doesn't just go in and yank you. Yeah, no, it's not like a it's not like a Tin Man that comes out of the closet. Time for contact. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here. That's time what, for contacts. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm watching TV. Too bad. Time for contacts. <laughs> I bet there's a way less expensive way to do that. Okay, so I've been thinking about this since since we talked about doing this story. There's got to be something that you can suction cup to the wall that sticks out that you could use a little <laughs> bit of stop Tim. I'm I'm there with you. That you could use a little bit of contact solution and then you just bring your eye to it which, you know, happens sometimes anyway. And you just bring your eye to it, and the contact would go right in. Yeah, I don't hope, think it would cost as much. And hope that your clown partner doesn't sneak, sneak up behind you and blink you in the head. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. No, you got to do that while you're alone. That's what it's for. It's That's why the suction cup is there. It's for when you're I, alone. I can't get over the protuberance with a suction cup sticking on the wall and thinking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be good for my eye. <laughs> well, when you can't when you can't see something right in front of your face. <laughs> oh. oh, the other you know another thing that I've been looking at more during this time because you just look at everything, and it seems like everybody and his brother uh, it now is trying to set a Guinness World Record of some sort. You know, they think, oh, well, I got time on my hands. I'm going to set a Guinness World Record. One guy caught 18 raw, uncooked eggs in his mouth. They threw him towards him, and he caught him in his... I don't know if he kept all 18 in there. He'd have to have a huge maw to do that. But that's a Guinness record. That's a stupid fraternity prank. Well, he actually caught like 18 out of 36, yeah, to be exact. So I, I don't know if he could actually do them like in a row or if it was 18 in a row, or you, you can just keep trying to see how many you get. I mean, theoretically, he Does could Does he have to keep them in his mouth? Like, you know. have to keep the ones you catch, right, in your mouth. I'm or like, how do you fit 18 eggs in your mouth? That's, a, that's impossible, if, if not unless they're fish eggs. I was going to say, they weren't chicken eggs, probably. You know, there's some kind of... Uh, 
Could you swallow? Does he swallow them? Ew. Ew. <laughs> and these were raw. These were not hard-boiled eggs. These were raw eggs. <laughs> Caught uh, 24 of them, but only 18 of them were unbroken, so... Ew. I still don't know. It's a stupid idea. It's a stupid, stupid idea. But not as Ew. stupid as the guys over <laughs> in uh, India. They Three guys got together. They built themselves a nine-foot-long, I don't know, what is that, about three meters over in India, I guess, nine-foot-long marker, like a magic marker. That's nine feet long. What are you going to do with that? Vote for Sign Biden. Donald Trump. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Say yours again. Go ahead. Uh, vote for Biden. And I was going to say sign Donald Trump's signature because that's how big he signs it. So, you know, I loved him that we went to the exact same place in the exact opposite way. Now that's funny, partner. See, I would think there'd be a big market for it among gangs for graffiti. You know, because you could do it a lot quicker. Get four guys on that marker, you could write out stuff in no time. <laughs> yeah, but the question was, it was it an indelible marker? Was it a Sharpie? And imagine sniffing that thing. Woohoo, what a party. <laughs> you, you'd probably get all marked up because you couldn't see it in front of your nose while you were sniffing it. So you come out. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what. Uh, what well, I think the best for. use would be is if you have a giant in your fraternity who, that you expect to pass out one night. <laughs> <laughs> what you would put a, a, a contact lens um, inserter on his forehead? Is that what you're saying, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> and put his hand in warm water just to be safe, you know, just, just for something, something else to do. Oh, my. I, you know, that's a lot of goofy stuff that's going on in these very goofy times. Tim, you got anything else to, to toss in on that? Uh, what, more stories? Well, if you want, I'm just giving you a chance to make up for the beginning of the show when you didn't have anything. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. I'll probably edit it out. So. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Not yes, now. in case anybody's wondering, <laughs> Tim a, edits our shows. Now it's a callback. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, well, I got, I, got, I got one here that I got a kick out of. Is uh, firefighters were called to a derelict laundry site in Bower Hill, Epping. It says uh, uh, from the UK. Uh, shortly after 6:30 p.m. on Friday, which uh, would have been about uh, probably would have been about uh, uh, 11 o'clock our time, uh, they they found the young men believed to be in their late teens trapped inside an industrial-sized dryer. I, I did that story last week on the uh, on the Friday funnies, and so I'm thinking they said the two guys were already in there, and they said to the third guy, "Come on, jump in!" And he got his foot caught in the door, and that made all of them stuck. So somebody <laughs> somebody was able to reach for his phone and call the police or the fire department, and they came out there and they what couldn't get him do, free man? for at least what they couldn't do, get man? him free for at least a half an hour because they couldn't quit laughing. I think it was the same dog that shot the guy that was pissed at them, too, and put them all in the dryer. <laughs> hey, hey, somebody, somebody, uh, I'll just grab my phone. That's not your phone, man. 
you're right my phone's bigger um <laughs> but when Haven't they got you always been curious though about getting into a dryer like an industrial like you could get in there and and roll around I got into an empty casket one time, and that was kind of spooky. When they put the lid down on me, that was kind of spooky. But, you know, had I done it with two other guys, it would have been more fun. But, um... <laughs> Were you speaking at, like, a funeral home thing, a funeral director yeah, for, thing Yeah, when I was something? a kid, friends of mine owned a funeral, or their dad owned a funeral home, and we'd always have parties down in their basement. And oh, that's, that's where the display was for the coffin. So I said, wonder what that's like if it's comfortable in there. So, yeah. Well, is it? We all want it. We're all on our way there soon. We're all boomers. Is it comfortable? It was, it was very dark. That's all I remember. And I was very drunk. I do remember uh-huh. that, too. <laughs> but I got inside there, and all of a sudden, I felt like voting. And uh, <laughs> for Biden. For Biden, yeah. <laughs> As most Americans did. <laughs> but the amazing thing about those three kids caught in the uh, caught in the dryer is when they got them all out, amazingly, they were completely unwrinkled, and uh, you know they were wrinkle free after spending an hour in the dryer, and that was a beautiful thing. Well, we're just about wrinkle free on this show. I think we've uh, we've successfully uh, killed your time, listener, and uh, and we appreciate you listening all the way through. We hope that we added a smile uh, to your uh, to your day and maybe some laughs to your life. We encourage you to uh, invite all other baby boomers that you know to join us. Go to our website, anotherdayaboveground.com, dot com, and uh, and you can listen to every episode we've ever done. You can write us a message if you'd like to be on the show and. And let us know uh, what you got and why it would be of interest to baby boomers. And we, we get a lot of those. <laughs> but other than that... Uh, and we're like, we're like a rapid COVID test. If you don't hear back from us, you're negative. <laughs> <laughs> but... But other than that, Carolyn, you got anything uh, special coming up? You just got through uh, working for a whole week or two. You got anything uh, anything else going on? Yeah, no, I got a couple of, actually, I think I have, I think so far, an on-site the beginning of December and then a couple of virtual programs for some groups in the middle of December. And and I'm just, just happy to be happy to be home. You know what? And I'm just happy that I have a home. So yay for all of us boomers who, who own our house. Yay. There you go. Tim, how about you? You got anything coming up? Uh, yeah, I got some exciting news. Uh, stay tuned for that. I don't have a, a, a date on it, but I got some exciting news. Until then, listen to my podcast, Rule of Three, with Tim Slegel and Bent Washburn, available wherever you get your podcasts. I have and- exciting news. I don't have a date either. That's so sad. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not talking about New Year's Eve. <laughs> what Tim gave us was a teaser saying, I have exciting news, but I can't tell you right now. It depends who's going to win the election. Exactly. (laughs) I knew that was coming. Who's going to win the election? Seriously, boys. I might might be the ambassador to Ghana. (laughs) You never never know. The ambassador to Ghana be funny. There you go. There you go. (laughs) I will someday. 
And if you'd like a little more funny or what I think is funny, uh, tune into my Friday Funnies, and you can sign up for those at DaleIrvin.com. Uh, other than that, my friends, thank you for listening to us. Tell your friends, teach them how to download a podcast and, and show them where the volume is, because what the heck, we're baby boomers. And uh, hopefully we will see you all back here next week. Go out and enjoy today, because today is another day above ground. That's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.